This is your home for the most competitive football in the state of Michigan. Your home for the most comprehensive coverage week in and week out. This is the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach. Zach, it is always great to be down in the basement and we are one week in our pocket and man, I tell you, it was an exciting week one and there's so many things unpredictable um, in our world right now, even in high school football. But one thing is for sure, the Mac Red never disappoints. No, and, and it was a really solid week one outing. Absolutely. I think we, we, yeah. we got to see uh, a lot from all these teams, but uh, nevertheless, there are still unanswered questions like we talked about before. And the way week two is looking in our preview, I think we're going to know a heck of a lot more after the end of this week. Yeah, and you know, Zach, we asked the folks out there in the Twitterverse, what our week two game of the week should be. And I'll tell you what, man, the last time, in fact, I'll check it right now. Yeah, let's it's, do it in real time. It's, let's 8 hear where it's 8.30 in the morning. And see, I, I apologize to everybody out there. Uh, your man right here is not uh, the smartest guy in the world. I should have set the Twitter poll to end like right now so we could tell you how it ended. Sure, we could have real results. But there's still like three. there's still like three and a half hours left to go. Subject so, to change. Yeah, absolutely, unfortunately. But in this moment, Zach, over 400 votes, in fact, almost 450 votes, 48% of you say Romeo at Chippewa Valley should be the game of the week. Stevenson at Dakota, 47%. Gross Point South and Eisenhower at 5%. So, I mean, Zach, that's the thing. I mean, right now... Neck and neck. Right now, the public's game of the week is Romeo at Chippewa Valley. But, again, that could change. And so you'll have to follow us at Mac Attack Pod. And next time, I promise, I'll be more concise with the And poll. see where we go with this. I mean, I think we're going we're gonna to have to call it on our end because we got a show to make here. But... Other than that, I mean, I can't believe how close it is. And and uh, what's going on with the Eisenhower and Gross Point South? I know. People, are they listening, or they just don't think it's that great of a game? I know. We need we need we need y'all out there uh, in Gross Point and in in Shelby Township to to hop on here and uh, vote on the poll. But Zach, before we get into that, we haven't done power rankings in a while, uh, and it's it's nice to finally be able to do these with information i mean we did our preview and we had our picks there but those again were were prognostications right like this is something now that is informed by what we've seen on the field and that's not to say zach and you mentioned earlier that we don't have a ton of questions because i still have a lot of questions and of course anybody would have questions after week one and normally that would be okay because you're playing um out of division right you you, you have a couple of games you already had a it's scrimmage a warm up it feels a little yeah. like preseason and you already had a scrimmage before that right but now it's like you're thrown right into the middle of it. It's like trying to jump on a treadmill while it's already moving at a high rate of speed. It's very difficult. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that, right? So, Zach, let's start right from the top. Number one for me, I have Dakota, right? I mean, there's not much to say here. They impressed with a win over Chippewa Valley. I mean, Caden Sloan, DJ Stepney, that one-two punch on offense. Um, and obviously what Stepney's able to do on both sides of the ball all the way around, you know, I, I think we had Dakota number one coming into last week's game. I have them at number one coming out of last week's game as well. And, you know, there wasn't really too much discussion there, not in my own head at least. No, I hear you. What what happened to the drops? Did we not have the... Did I have the... Well, hold, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. You couldn't hear that. I for... One. There we go. That sounds more official. I love those drops. Dude, who let this guy in the room? I can't do anything right today. I messed up the Twitter poll. It's I can't right, get man. the... All right, so I will proceed with one. I got to agree with you, Zach. Dakota, uh, they, they... What a cheap podcast. <laughs> they, what do you expect? I know. Uh, 
going up against Chippewa Valley in the first week, it was not going to be an easy game to win, and and it was close. I mean, this was a close game uh, by by those standards. But I, I I look at it. Yeah, final score twenty nine twenty in that one. Sure. So so you look at it and you say Dakota did what we expected them to do. Mm-hmm. So they're going to kind of solidify their spot there at number one. We're going to keep them on top there in the red. Um, but their upcoming game this week for week two, I mean, this is a clash of the Titans. No pun intended because we do have the well, the, the Stevenson I mean, Titans two. coming in at number two on my list. So that's, <laughs> a seg- that's what we call a segue in the business here. <laughs> the biz. But, uh, you know, Stevenson, they got to win their first week as well. Uh the Titan, I, my 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 list is looking very similar to what well, I mean, it did not, originally. You're not going to get a ton of. I mean, Zach, for what it's worth, my top four remains unchanged, and then I've got a flip at the bottom. I mean, I don't know what yours ultimately looks like, but I mean, that's. I, I think that in in what we saw in week one, right with Dakota and Chippewa Valley being close, though, um, you know, Chippewa Valley had their opportunities to make that game even closer and even take control. And then you know, you mentioned Stevenson what they did against Eisenhower and what Eisenhower, I mean, Eisenhower's defense is exactly what we thought it was going to be. And their offense for the moment is as well. We'll get to that in a second, but it's really hard to evaluate Stevenson any deeper than that. Because again, it's, it's such a bad comp every time you have to go against. Yeah. yeah when you watch the film against Eisenhower's defense, I mean, it, it's not to say that you can't learn something you can't evaluate, but it's just, oh, they're so overpowering. They're so experienced. It's very difficult to get anything done. You're not going to get anything past them. They're not going to be a ton of mistakes. And you saw what they did last year. You saw what they've done so far. I'm not giving Stevenson a pass. I need to see more from their offense. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to move them. Yeah. Um. On a seven to three win over. I, Eisenhower. I, and that's I agree the first time they, they had four game losing three against Eisenhower. That's a big cross town. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And when I'm looking at that score, I didn't see much. We didn't see a lot of offense from Stevenson. We didn't expect a lot of offense from Stevenson because we knew Ike's defense yeah. was going to be so good in week one, which it was. And looking at it now, Stevenson having to go on the road to Dakota. We know the fans are not a factor anymore, but you still have to go on the road regardless. I talked to a coach a couple of days ago. Sure. And he told me, he was an assistant coach, he told me that it's bizarre. I, I, I'm not sure it affects the players quite as much, but the the coaches, you know, there's always this this chatter. You always see coaches yelling onto the field. Now, like, they're still yelling, but now they, everybody can hear each other. Oh, so yeah. it's like the coaches are just drowning each other out. Instead of it having being crowd noise that's overwhelming, you can hear. It's like being able to hear everything all at one time. Do you remember when UFC, they went really early uh, into competition. Yes. And, you know, they were... They were uh, they had the uh, the the octagon set up in front of no crowd, yeah. and you could hear what the coaches were shouting out. Usually, that's not a factor. You know, you only had announcers and you had the the chatter that was going on yeah. between coaches and um, the fighters, and you could hear every word of it. So this does you could this also throw hear you the, off from a strategy standpoint. Well, I tell you what, from the UFC thing you mentioned, you also you could also hear like knuckles on fist. It was something Ooh. else, man. I did I didn't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I know. missed the crowd noise at that point. I think we all missed the crowd noise. I, I mean. To be honest with you, the even watching the NFL and how they do it, like well. the, no, it's, not well. It's, they don't it just, do it, well. it doesn't react the same way, and and it feels low energy. It yeah. really does. Yeah, and, and you ask, does it affect? I, you know, ultimately, I don't think so. I mean, at least not a ton. I like I said, I, I think the kids in the field, you know, 
I, maybe this is too much of a sports aphorism, but it's like you get that tunnel vision, right? And you really can't see or hear anything else other than what's happening in front of you. But I, I do think it, it has to affect you in some way just because you get so used to playing football a certain way for so long your whole life, really, right? I mean, you go to Pop Warner games, and, and it's not quiet. Right. No, no. I mean, and so, so I, I do think that people say, well, uh, you know, we don't notice it. Like, impossible. Yeah. No, but, it's- are you able to overcome a slight change that doesn't really affect what happens on the, I mean, it's not like the field is now sloped downhill where they're like, wait a second. I don't know how to, it's not, it doesn't actually, what's happening. 2020 is not over yet. And that's not, it's still happening. I know, I know it's, but it's not, it's what, what's happening doesn't happen on the field. Right. And so I, I do think um, that it does make an impact, but I think, I do think it is, it is minimal. We'll see going forward. I mean, yeah. again, with one game in, Everything right now is so different, right? Um, but I, I didn't. I haven't heard a ton of complaints. I just the coach that I spoke to said it was more. It wasn't a complaint. It was more just like a little twilight zone. Yeah, bizarre. You know. Yeah. And, so and I totally get that. But um, you know, Stevenson number two on the power rankings this week, and they've got a tough matchup coming up at Dakota. Three. Look, we just talked about this game. I Zach still have Eisenhower. In this spot, that, that was a tough. That was a tough week one loss. They had a tough week one loss last year. So remember, going into this week, I said, or I should say, going into last week, I I said, you know, I thought Eisenhower might struggle. They did it in week one last year. So if I'm going to ding them for that, I have to going forward give them the credit that, that I gave them last year for how they recovered from it. And I have to assume for now that they'll do the same thing. I don't know if they will. Now, Zach, your argument has been, and I agree with it, that. Uh, Eisenhower had more time last year to figure things out. They had a veteran quarterback as well. And Blake Rastig a year ago, again, that veteran leadership helped them offensively. Um, but they've, so they've got to hurry, Zach. Yeah. But I think that I just that defense, I do think, will carry. If you can keep Stevenson to seven, they've got athletes all over the place. I mean, sure. especially Jordan Ramsey. And I think if you can keep them to seven, you're going to be able to keep a lot of teams in that ballpark yeah. or, 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 or less. Yeah. And I, and I think Zach, for, for me, this is where we, uh, we split last we split, time and I'm going to do the same. This, I mean, this, this go around because nothing much is changing for me. I'm going to keep Chippewa Valley at three and I'm keeping them at three. If I because, had them at three, I wouldn't move them. Yeah. So I'm going to keep them there as well because to see what they did against what were, what we're saying on this podcast is the top team in the red. And what really beat them in that game was themselves. They had a lot of mental mistakes down the stretch, and those are things that they can control going forward. So, uh, yeah. And I think they will, and I think they will correct that. Um, and, and this is a good, solid program that, um, you know, when I put them at three, I kind of expect them to go up from there, but I can't at this stage, um, you know, with a with a first Well, of course with, you they expect lost them to go first up. Game. I mean, um, you know, but now they've got Romeo who's coming off of a tough loss, uh, uh, playing gross points South last week. Uh, they're both this, neither one of these teams want to be Owen two. Right. Right. And, and we'll get into that. Cause I mean, that to me makes the Romeo game with Chippewa Valley. So interesting. So Zach, I have Eisenhower three, you have Chippewa Valley there. Four. Now, again, we flip-flopped here, and this is where it lands for me. This is not the same Chippewa Valley team from the past few years, Zach, but that's okay. You're, you're not going to be able to be the same team over and over and over again. And even from um, 18 to 19, we're talking about a different team. But but And I guess what I, what, I, what I mean by being different than the last couple of years and putting those two together is like the just sheer dominance. 
Chippewa Valley had a stranglehold on a really good division. They won. They didn't lose a game last year in the and regular the, season. Or the year before that. Man, man, that's impressive. Ten games in a row, right? Two-time, back-to-back, undefeated Mac Red champions. Right? That's a big deal. It is a big deal. In it's the a red. huge deal. And, and the first season where that happened culminated in this Division One state championship. I mean, Not too shabby. it is the holy grail. I mean, an undefeated season, Division One state championship. That's, That's rare. it. That's right. It's the holy grail of 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 why kids show up to play, right? Couldn't have done better. I'm not saying this team can't win a championship, but but they're not going to walk on. I think I saw last week in the NFL, it was the first time in like, I don't know how many years Tom Brady was the quarterback at New England, but it was the first time the Patriots weren't favored going into a game in, in like years and years and years and years, right? And, you know, Chippewa Valley is going to have to go through that right now. Where It doesn't mean they can't win those games. It doesn't mean they shouldn't win those games. But, again, that just that, that overall dominance is, for now, not theirs. They're going to be I, feeling some pressure this season. That's they right. Really and it's going to be a different kind of pressure, yeah. right, from different angles that maybe they're not used to. But, again, but this team is so well coached. They have so much talent. They're, they're always so deep that, I'm overall, I'm not concerned. I mean, and you say, well, Zach, you've got them at four. I'm like, yeah, I've got them at four in the red. You, Zach, you said it last week. You could flip the list upside down. Now, well, not this week. I don't think you could. But last week, right. you could have flipped the list upside down. And we could have had an argument. Yes. We could have had a discussion about so, it. So I have chip at four, Zach, for you. Yeah. Three. Whoops. See, I mean, dude, I'm just. Four. Is there a door? It's over there, right? That's yeah. where I leave? All right. Uh, we'll be taking applications for Zach's spot. Uh, just <laughs> you, go yeah, follow have, us on Twitter. Yeah, but you have <laughs> to have, you have, your name also has to be Zach, though, because we don't we have signs and stuff. That costs so. money. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got Eisenhower at number uh, yeah. four on my list this week. And, you know, that's just because, you know, I... Impressed by the defense, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, holding Stevenson to what was it, seven points yes. uh, for the game? That's a that's what we were expecting, mm-hmm. but we were expecting more from their offense because they had to do something in that situation to pull off a win. Your defense can only do so much, and yeah, if your defense holds, if your defense holds to seven, you got to get eight. Yeah, and and you're going to come across these teams like the Chippewa Valley uh, football squad that. You know, they're not putting up as many points offensively as they were last year, but give it time. That'll happen. Right. And how can you, you know, you're not going to be able to have those performances week in and week out and you without have that, a little help from your offense. And you have that 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 fifth game. It doesn't come in this order, but that fifth game now is so much more challenging sure. with Gross Point South. So it makes it makes every game outside of that game that much more important right? Uh, absolutely absolutely so i'm i still need to see what this offense is capable of um until and until we see more um it's going to be hard for me to make them move on my list yeah and i mean i look you have your top four the same i have mine too i don't think inside of the top four after week one i'm not sure no matter how you had it i'm not sure you could make a change Right. I don't know why. I don't well, know if you'd have seen anything that would have motivated in the top four to in make the top a change. Four, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm that my, my your top four stayed, and so did mine. And like that's my point is nothing that I saw in the first four had any thought for me to move. In my well, I, I take that back. I, I did think about because uh, three and four did not win. I thought about, but that's not, that's not, it's, these aren't standings. It's a toss up. Yeah. Well, but they're not standings. These are power right. rankings, right? You right. don't have to go based on wins and losses. That's what makes these a little more fun because they're, they're a little more arbitrary. Five. You see that? I got, yep. I got, I nailed I mean, it. Five. I got one more time just because now Zach, I did have motion here. And, and I mean, there was no question about this, right? I don't, I don't think anybody looks at that and says, oh my God, I can't believe, uh, I still have questions about gross point South, but I have no doubt 
that they played much better than Romeo did last week. I mean, obviously, you you, you win 24-14. You did some things uh, correct, and your, your, your opponents certainly made mistakes, and we'll talk about some of those mistakes that Romeo made in a minute, but this is about Gross Point South. And look, if you're coming into the red, like, this is how you do it. Yeah. This, well, you start with a win. It's a great debut. You start with a win, and, and that's what they did. I've got them at five. I think you could argue to have them as high as three because they won. But to me, I w- that's not an argument I'm buying. Yeah, you, you, so, so we basically have two teams that, that started the season off with a loss ranked higher than Gross Point Correct. South who got a win. Now, I think if it would have been Gross Point South beating uh, a team like Stevenson or Eisenhower from the get-go, we would have seen a little more movement on that end, but it's Correct. not. It was the team that was previously in our number four uh, yeah, five. this is a flip, and 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 you know to to see guys like Will Johnson uh, come out and not even have a strong game, but still end with an impressive win for the team. But my argument here is, I don't know how much of it was a gross point win versus a a, a just a breakdown in Romeo's well, game. We're going to find out debut. over time. Yeah, well, and especially coming up, I mean, the battle of the defenses uh, for 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 next week. You know, for gross points right. out and, and Eisenhower, but right. uh, you know, I I have a hard time. That's why I say we didn't have a lot of answers first week because these these matchups. Um, aside from telling me that Gross Point South has the edge on Romeo, I didn't get much else out of that. So, so I think this is where it becomes more impactful, and this is where we see more of a, an opportunity for some of these teams to move within the MAC Attack Power Rankings. And and I don't think that it's it's not that Will Johnson didn't have a good game. He ended up with a touchdown. He had an interception. It just he wasn't super impactful. And I think the, the part of that is because of what you're saying is that a lot of the the movement in the game was because Romeo, I mean, they had two turnovers inside of the red zone on the road in a Mac red game. And you can't you can't do that. So let's just six. Right? I mean Zach, Yeah, no, you, I was just you, gonna you say you can't do that. No, with and with Will Johnson too it's he didn't necessarily have to have a good game no, he to didn't. win that game. Like there, there's times where you just sometimes you gotta be the quiet guy in the room. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just gotta you, you gotta do your role, um, and he didn't have to step up and do anything that that was ultimately no super impressive because Romeo made all kinds of mistakes. I think they all they have four turnovers, I believe, and again two of those coming inside the red I zone. I mean five total, five total. You you can you cannot you cannot make those kinds of mistakes no matter where you are or when it is, but certainly when you're on the road and behind those are mistakes you cannot make and you know the 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 passing game we saw Romeo throw a little more than we're used to still I think it was only 15 times but you know Romeo last year you throw it eight nine times right they had so many running backs and and this year they do too um they not not as many as a year ago but still uh and that they just weren't able to be as efficient i wonder about the offensive line you made a great point in the last podcast about how important certainly that is and and, and a little how, on the younger side right and how good romeo's was a year ago so i mean i've got romeo at the bottom here it's not a place they're used to maybe it's not a place they're going to stay um they've got to bounce back and and look this is going to be a a, a dog fight no pun intended there but i mean Somebody's going to go zero and two here, and yeah. it, it's two teams that look. Everybody makes the playoffs this year, so look. If this was a different situation, it would be like 
that's part of my that that's part of my argument with this, and, and and not that it doesn't, not that these games don't matter. Uh, at the end of the day, there's only going to be one Mac Red champion, but that's right. I I'm not going to look back and dwell on a Gross Point South loss if I can make a, a deep run in the playoffs. I mean, really, you're you have no the only thing your your goal at this point for this season mm-hmm. is just to stay healthy. Yeah, and I'm not talking just from a from a uh, uh, injury standpoint. No, I'm COVID. talking from COVID and making sure that it, everybody's operating safely because you've got to play four games to make the playoffs. So you've got to get out there through four, right? Yeah, so that's it. Stay and healthy. Almost, you're almost halfway there, guys. So um, you know we're getting down to this point where I'm I'm going to use this time as a coach, as a team, as whatever to 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 work on those things that we need to work on and treat these games. And like I think that's. A, like a, th- like a dry run for the playoffs. No coach would ever admit it, and I understand why. And I think ultimately they wouldn't admit it because they maybe they maybe even if that is what ha- what's happening, they don't they don't ultimately see it that way. They see it as right the means to an end. Like the goal right. always is right. to make a deep run. Now in a normal year, a series of equations will get you to a deep run. Coaches start small, right? It's like all right, um, we want to beat we want to beat. You know, if we're Chippewa Valley, right? We want to beat Dakota. There's number one. All right. And it's like, well, if we beat Dakota, we'll probably have a good shot um, at winning the Mac Red, right? And you're like, all right, great. If we win the Mac Red, we'll definitely make the playoffs. There's yeah. three goals, but it only started with this one, right? Then if, if you do all those things, like, hey, you could probably win a couple games in the playoffs. And hey, if you get a couple games in the playoffs on your belt, why can't you win you're the not, next two? You're not too far off but at it, that point. But it only started with beating one team. And you see how that spirals. And, and so that's how a goal progression works. But in this season, Zach, it's it that shattered because it's, it's different. You could still think that way, but not everybody's going to be thinking that way because again, we don't live in in the same in the same world that we did. And you know, ultimately, we'll be back. I don't know who knows what normal will be after this, but certainly to full seasons and where these conversations mean a little more. But Zach, you're right. Everything is so different that it's it's just how coaches are approaching this season. Um, I mean, it's it's uncharted. It's territory. like Yahtzee, I mean, dude. Let, throw the dice in the honest. throw the dice in the cup and just shake them out. What happens? Yeah, well, you still want there's there's bragging rights here. Regardless. I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but the the long term goals look a little differently, and how you get there certainly look a lot differently. Yeah, because of the way things look. Luckily, luckily for Romeo, they've they've got that we're only one game in. And I, I'm, I'm going to chalk that up to a fluke. Hey. But losing to Gross Point South, the new guys in the Mac Red, no, I can't, I can't keep put them anywhere but six at no, this point. No, and look, Zach, your point is correct for for Eisenhower, for Chippewa Valley, and for Romeo. It's one loss. There's a full season still basically in front of you. It's shorter, but it's still there. So Zach, let's get into uh, week two, and um, you know our game of the week. And it may not match up with um, call what like the fans say, but we have to call it the way we see it. But we encourage you to vote. How and tell us that we're wrong, right? You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, That's what Twitter for, telling people they're wrong. It's the only reason that we're there. So Zach, our game of the week, and uh, you know, again, I know that that it's split on Twitter, but to me, there wasn't really a conversation here. I understand why everybody thinks their game of the week, their game is the game of, of the course. week. But Stevenson and Dakota here. I mean, we've got these two teams at one and two, and I think if you look around the Metro Detroit publications, it's about the same. Mm-hmm. If you look at the way it shakes out, I don't think it's much of a question that there's there's one, there's two, 
there's a gap, there's three, there's four, maybe there's another gap, there's five, there's six. And to me, that's what it looks like right now. But to me, Stevenson at Dakota, and here's the thing, we don't have to wait too long. Are we going to get all the answers to all the questions? No. But we're certainly going to find out when best comes to best how iron sharpens iron here. I'm really looking forward to this game. So to me, there is no question, Stevenson at Dakota, game of the week all over it. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that one, Zach. They're, they're our number one and number two in the power rankings. Right. So we're either going to see a Dakota team that is solidifying its spot at number one, or we're going to see a Stevenson team that says, hey, guys, not so fast. We're going to be number one in the red, and mm-hmm. we're going to hold on to that seat for the rest of the season because now everybody would be gunning for them. I mean, this is the way the scheduling is working out is starting to work to our advantage at this point where we get to see a whole lot more. Right. Um. So, so I... It, I understand why people, why it was so split on Twitter, but at the same time in Macomb County right now, breaking it down in the red, I think you got to go with Stevenson at Dakota for your game of the week. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give people a reason to listen to next week's podcast, but I mean, when we do power rankings next week, I can promise you how number one's going to look. Whoever wins this game will be at the top. There's no question. And so to me, like that has to be that because it doesn't matter who wins. They will be number one. Right. And so to me, that 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 automatically makes it the game of the week. And, you know, I still have a couple of questions about Stevenson's offense. I think they have the answers. Again, I think it's very difficult to show that when you're playing a team like Eisenhower. You know, if you can get yourself on the board, uh, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Yeah. And, and from there, if your defense can hold... And that's what we saw. Um, you know, I don't have I don't have a ton of questions about Dakota, right? I mean, I I need to see if they can continue to do what they did against Chippewa Valley against a, a team like Stevenson, right? Can they continue to control the clock? Because um, if you can keep the ball out of Stevenson's hands, and that's true for any opponent, but certainly one that has so much talent offensively like Stevenson does, um, to me it comes down to ball control. Can Dakota do what they did? last week and you look at Sloan and Stepney and the way that that worked, the momentum they got, uh, the Stevenson will struggle if that happens. Zach, I, I'm taking Dakota in this one. It's it's in Macomb Township. It's at Dakota. I'm going with the Cougars. Yeah, you know, I made the mistake last week of picking nothing but road teams. I, and it was, you pointed out how I, I poor warned, of a strategy that I was. I about that. And, you know, I only went one and two in my picks. Uh, I can't go against Dakota at home. Uh, so I'm going to pick Dakota as well for this one. You know, Stevenson, Stevenson always surprises me. It, it's one of those. It's been where, kind of their thing lately. And, and, and out of all the teams in the red, I would say, they're probably that that team that I, I always maybe don't give enough credit to, and then they surprise me. So um, I'm not guaranteeing my pick. If I was a betting man, I'm what, not going to. Is that gonna, what that was? Yeah, but uh, it, this is going to be a great game regardless. I was trying to look up where we can stream this game because I think it's going to be a really entertaining so, one. So I, th- I think you'll be able to see it on uh, Dakota. So Chippewa Valley has a YouTube page. That's where I watched, okay. that's where I watched Chippewa at Dakota Last week, and by the way, Zach, I'm glad you said that. If you're listening to this podcast and you have you have links, you have knowledge of where these games can be watched, always, any week, any time, tweet us links to where we can watch these games. Yeah, because look, we're, we're still going to try to get out, but we've learned that we can, even if we don't make it out, we can still monitor all these games at once. And I really enjoyed that last week. So please, uh, if you have links, uh, send them 
our way. So, Zach, you're taking Dakota. I'm taking Dakota. Zach and I in agreement in our game of the week pick. And, you know, again, the conversation between the two games, Romeo and Chippewa Valley, um, was the other half of that coin. And, you know, Zach, this game is a biggie in a different way, right? The first game we're talking about fighting for early supremacy. You know, the second game is about not getting put in the early hole, right? Because the loser goes to 0-2. Uh, both have to come away asking a lot of questions after last week in a variety of aspects, especially um, offensively. Uh, not so much for Chippewa Valley, but again, you know, the, the mental mistakes, the bad snaps down the stretch for Romeo, the turnovers, both of them made far more mistakes than we're used to seeing either program make. And I think that those are things that they can overcome. I just sure, don't know sure, if they, yeah. I don't know if they will overcome yeah they might need another this is not going to be an easy opponent to uh to to work out some of those kinks you know what i mean and you're back against the wall right now too and like you said nobody wants to be owing to nobody wants you know the the one thing you didn't want to do you didn't want football to be canceled and the second thing you didn't want you want to start owing to uh but you know the bulldogs They've got a long ways to go, I think. I yeah. think this is going to be a, a tough start for them. I'm surprised how concerned I am about yeah. them. And, and, and not only that, going on the road again for the second week in a row. They That's haven't tough. been at Barnabo yet, which is, we know, things change when you start playing at uh, Barnabo Stadium. But um, I got to take Chippewa Valley in this one. You know, it, it's, it, it's no doubt in my mind that Chippewa Valley is going to start to pick up their game a little bit last week was was tough but they also played a very good team um so i i'm i i think that we're gonna see uh chippewa valley go to one and one on the season and the bulldogs unfortunately dropped to zero and two yeah i'm taking chippewa valley zach in this one as well you know romeo looked too lethargic in this one they in the last week they they just they didn't look ready and that is i was so surprised and again all of these things that we're talking about are, are something that, that they can themselves overcome. They have sure. the ability. They have the power to do that. But I, too, am taking Chippewa Valley over Romeo that game at Chippewa Valley. And Zach Gross Point South at Eisenhower. You know, it took a while for their offense to get going in week one. They won't have that luxury this week. Whenever you can get on the board. You got to score. Yeah. Anytime you get close to an opportunity to score against Eisenhower, you have to seize it. That means no turnovers. That means a uh, high conversion rate on third down and possibly on fourth down as well. You have to be you have to be a little more risky. The good news is for Gross Point South that because they have the athlete to be able to if they need to really push the issue on the outside because we know that. Eisenhower's strength, to me, is is in the linebacking core and then up front. I'm not saying that the defensive backs are not without talent, but the, the strength is in the center. So if you can stretch them defensively, I, your chances of, of, of getting on the board are a lot, a lot better. Yeah, you know, and, and Gross Point South put up 24 points in the second half last week against Romeo. So yeah, we know, they can, we know yeah. they can score. Um, we know they can execute on the offensive end if need be, but this is a different defense that they're going up against. You saw even with those 24 points, Gross Point South struggled on third down. They right. struggled. Their conversion right. rate was low for third down, and I don't think you go up against a defense like Eisenhower and convert on third down the way they did and still win the game. It's not going to be like Romeo. This is going to be a little bit of a different uh, uh, game for them. But I'm interested to see 
how their offense does respond to this. Are, yeah. are, is it is it going to be a, a, an offensive showcase like it was last week, or is the defense from Gross Point South going to be uh, the story? Um, but Ike, your offense, you can shut down Gross Point South. You still got to put points on the board. Yeah, the three points like last week is not going to cut it. No, it's not. You know, Zach, this is the the game about which I'm the least comfortable because I'm just not exactly sure what I'm going to see because of the way they both played in week one. I, I probably should take Gross Point South because of the momentum, but I'm, I'm sticking with the defense. I'm taking Eisenhower. The game is in Utica, I think, or Shelby Township. I, I, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking Ike's defense, um, but I, I really do think this game could go either way, but you got to pick them, and I'm taking Eisenhower. Yeah, I concur. Ike is the team uh, that I'm taking in this game. The... You know, it's so it's so tough because, you know, you pick these teams and and you you don't really you're not picking it on much. You know what I mean? You're picking it off of a a, of a first week performance. We didn't Um, get we didn't get scrimmages. We haven't been able to talk to players and coaches. We normally would. It's only week one still, even though it feels like we're in week five. Like you're absolutely right, man. Yeah. So so we didn't we didn't get those uh, those warm up games or the preseason games, as we like to call it. Uh, So so once again. Not confident in my pick, but I'm going to take Eisenhower anyway. Yeah, no, I, I I feel the same way. So, Zach, just to run it down, you and I uh, in agreement across the board this week. We have Dakota over Stevenson, Chippewa Valley over Romeo, and Eisenhower over Gross Point South. All of those games, 7 o'clock this Friday. If you have links, send them our way. We're going to find them anyway, but you could help us out a little bit. And always, when you're at these games, tweet us pictures uh, scoring drives, whatever, you know, yeah. like we, we always love hearing from y'all out there and we know that the crowds are limited, but I do know that some of you obviously are the parents are out there listening. The parents They're, are still out share, there. Share as much as you can. Cause we're, we're, we're missing that fandom from, uh, I know from last year. Yeah. You know? That's one, that is one thing that, um, on our end that has been weird, just kind of, um, doing things from further away than what we got used to last year. So Zach, we will be back on Saturday as always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 32andmain.com. Everybody, good luck in week two. And remember, stay healthy. Thanks for listening to The Mac Attack with Zach and Zach. For more, visit 32andmain.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mac Attack Pod. And don't forget to like The Mac Attack with Zach and Zach on Facebook. The Mac Attack is a proud member of the 32 and Main Network.